Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Too crazy for boys town. Too much of a boy for crazy town. The child was an outcast. Don't put on the show. Freaking win the game. Don't put on the show. You win the game. Don't put on the show. You win the game. Don't put on the show. You freaking win the game. You don't put on the show. You win. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. You want to be a thug. You want to smoke weed and play cars all night, punk. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. My vision cone was messed up. Big Wait, did the black quarterbacks have smaller yes. vision cones? Yes. They have like Peyton like this. Yeah. Peyton Manning can see the side. Like, he can see the popcorn <laughs> in there. He can see the parking lot. Like like Michael Vick couldn't see from, from left guard to the center. Like, they just yeah. – it was disrespectful. It was. It was. I turned into a 2K person too for football, but that's not here mm-hmm. there. NBA yeah, it, NBA 2K your NFL 2K? Okay. Damn. Oh, NFL 2K was the, the greatest. It was great. I never played. So Yeah, you do. Oh, do you play Madden now? No. Uh on and off. It's not good. Yeah. I haven't bought the I bought one two years ago and I kind of just played that off and on. Yeah, I I can't do it. It's not, yeah, it's the same game, so it's not good. I was getting my ass whooped, and I was like, I, I haven't played in five years. I'm so I'm so far behind. I'm, I, I can't I, I can't keep getting my ass kicked. I'm out. See, that's where I'm at. Now. I was like, I fully know going in. I think this is just my last, like, this is my last generation. This is my last huzzah, my last yeah, whatever. Like, I'm not getting my ass kicked yet, but it's coming. Yeah, It's coming. So I'm just... I'll go Can't out great for it. <laughs> yeah, I'll go out great. You don't have to. I'm not gonna hang on for ten years too long. You just put me out of my misery. Uh, Didn't you just get fired last week for being a terrible owner of the Detroit Lions? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's an open case. Uh, one that I cannot currently uh, discuss, confirm or but, deny. But when I can, the facts will speak for themselves. Got it. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um. I'm getting yeah, we're, doing so we're good, right, Jim? Yeah, we're recording, so we can keep all that sweet Madden talk in. At the, I'll listen, I'm fine with it. <laughs> but for the record, I want it on the record that I am here. Jam is here. Josh Norris of the Underdog Football Show with Josh Norris is here. Hayden Winks, also of the Underdog Football Show with Josh Norris. He's also here. 
Uh, this is a moment of contention, Tyler. I gotta say, I so, get it. I mean, what? If, I don't. Hayden and I haven't talked off the scene. He hadn't sent me any of his thoughts on this or anything. Um, but what's he got to do to? I mean, come on. You, you, I, you I joined one month after you, and I can't get my name anywhere. This is crazy. Seniority, well, man. You know how it is. At times, with certain people, you got to keep like a dang, a carrot dangling in front of their face to make them just work a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. And so, while I've known Hayden for years and years and years, this is maybe that like one goal that he can never achieve. That the only thing that I can keep out in front of him is just this, his name. This on could the backfire. Name. I might I might have to go over with with Trill's podcast if, if I get a name on. It. Maybe he's going <laughs> to offer me the Hayden Winks line in it. I will put anybody's name on the banner. <laughs> That's my offer. I like I so come on over. Uh, you want to be somewhere where the host of the show's not dancing all up in the fantasy <laughs> videos. Uh no, but gentlemen, thank you for, for joining us. How are we? First things first. We're great. I mean, it's the end of preseason. Preseason games were ripped away from us last year. So I'm so glad we got to overreact to you know, 20 plays each for all these rookies and these veterans on new teams. And uh, now we get football on Thursday. We get football in week one. And it's so difficult to, I'm sure you know this, when you like do all this research heading into NBA season, when you turn yeah. your, your <laughs> brain off, well, <laughs> you turn your brain off from like all that preseason stuff right. and to like actual game starting and trying to figure out matchups. But I'm, I'm excited for it. It should be a really, really good year. For me, it's just like going through only offensive players for literally like eight months in a row. And now week one comes around and I'm like trying to look at matchups. And like I, I had a research today. Who's who's the starting quarterbacks for the Jets? And like you just like forget that these players even exist on the offensive line and, and defensive guys. So right. that, that's that's the biggest adjustment is like figuring out who's starting for the Panthers at nickel corner. Yes. Yeah. Bruce, Bruce Gamble not back. out there no more. Damn. Yeah. The, how long have I been out of the game? Captain Munderland right there, 41 in the slot. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, so is this like a good – like, are you guys relieved because it's like all this, the work you put in, it's finally about to start? Or is it like the work is about to start? I was about to see, like, if any of this was worth a damn. Like, which which way you fall on it, Hayden? I mean, this is – I mean, for me, it's just like this is the work's about to start, which is right. good news and bad news. At least we're not saying the same thing over and over again. Like, we've talked about, like, James Conner and how many touches he's going to get – for six months and we've had no new information so at least like we'll figure out if we were right or wrong and at least there's like stuff to go over i'm so over talking about the same players over and over again so yeah something new as you know tyler underdog drafts most of them at least are are 18 rounds long and there are days in the summer like in july when everyone else is posting instagram pics of them at the beach that i'm figuring out like well hey which wide receiver in round 16 17 Mm -hmm. 18 what I want the most. And in the end, when it comes to November and December, none of those times spent is going to actually matter. And it's no, just wasted it. time. That's why so, you're so pale, Josh. Got to get outside. I'm just going to get, <laughs> get his ass. Hey, he's just going to roast his ass. till he gets his name on the, uh, the marquee. Come on now. Does anyone hold you guys accountable? Like you, like you've been talking about James Connors. Like, oh, touches. What if he just gets 70 more touches than you said? And everyone's like, man, that was some terrible advice. I didn't pick him at all. Like, is anyone going back and checking uh, your previous work? So if we can, like, peel the curtain back completely here. Please. Not to say that, like, you know, the content game has been figured out at all. But what I have learned during my years of doing this, people remember more often when you are negative or crush someone and they do well versus 
predicting a very good season or a good season from them, and they do poorly. That's fine. Does that make sense? That that yeah. absolutely makes sense. So you've predicted everyone to do well. <laughs> yeah, that's you need to figure this out. Yeah, when in doubt, we I mean we will never post like yeah YouTube stuff when we're just doing like a clip from our show, and it's always the positive stuff. Like we we rarely and we don't tweet out the negative stuff because like the old takes exposed will get you, and that's that hasn't happened to me. Has it happened to you yet, Josh? Oh yeah, a lot old of takes? times. Well, I mean, immediately it it's happened. bound to happen. Yeah, in, in this game, yeah. it's, it's gonna yeah. happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready really happened, but like career, there was something about Jared Goff. Let's put it that way. And so, mm-hmm. like Jared Goff, when he was productive, when I had crushed him before, then. But look, even his team gave up on him, and look where we're at. So maybe in the long run, one of us is right, and old takes exposed is wrong. You See, should old takes exposed. Old takes exposed. That's I what should. should. That's what I'm saying. This exact. I think this is exactly what Jam was trying to get to. Who's going to check the checkers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what you like? Checks of laws and balances. That's where you're going with this, Jam. Yeah. Yeah. Well, old takes exposed <laughs> is ridiculous because. It's the inter- like that's the point of Twitter is to yeah. voice a very loud opinion and that's most likely going to be incorrect and now you're going to hold me accountable yes. for yeah. my tweets? Yeah. How dare yeah. you? Yeah, and it's immediate. Like you're asking us to do this live, like on Thursday night football. Like when somebody rips off a big play, like I'm gonna I'm gonna get excited for it. Like yeah, that, that's what I don't like. I remember mine was like Carson Wentz, like Car- the his rookie year when he was throwing picks and fumbling left and right. Yeah, I was like he's not playing well. It's like what you. A year or two later when he was playing, well, oh, how you feel about this, Whiskers? Oh, well, things <laughs> changed. How about that? Yeah. He stopped playing like shit. What, we, we, what yeah. do you I'm know? Gonna, I'm going to get him now. I'm searching out that tweet. I'm going to old takes exposed him. Yeah. We got to we gotta <laughs> check him out. Yeah. I, I, I do think that never tweet during games can sometimes be a, a, a good way to live life, too, because then mm. in your first quarter, then the fourth quarter, it comes back to bite you. But you hey, can't play scared. You can't play scared. No, you you got to get scared. those, those yeah. takes out there early. I agree. Scared money. It don't make the money. delete button just in case. There's always the delete button. Just I was gonna case. say, do y'all do that? Like the fan, y'all should like all 700 running backs. Just like one clip. I'm telling you, Mike Davis is the guy. I'm telling you, <laughs> Ben Jarvis Greenell is the guy. I'm. T- you just go like just down the list and keep That'd what be a works. Good thread. Yeah, just throw out what doesn't work, and it's like, man, we 100 percent nailed it. We get That's every single person. Yeah, we get all top 50 fantasy running backs. Hayden, you and I have probably done, I don't know, 500 hours of content this summer. Um, I haven't asked you this question. Where could you be most wrong this summer? Like on what player would mm-hmm. you be the most wrong depending on the outcome of their season? Yeah. Um, well, I think we've attached ourselves to Mike Davis, oh, who yes, is have. like somebody that just like nobody else wants to attach attach themselves to. But we think that he's actually good. And we, we literally might be the only people in the entire fantasy space that thinks that he's any good. So th- that's that's what I'm worried about the most. Um, also, Mac Jones. We, we thought Mac Jones was, was going to be really good. So I'm hoping that he actually is good. Because no, everybody thought that he was going to be crap. Uh, I, I like where I'm at right now. Sounds like Rutman got to you guys about this Mac Jones. What the hell is this? Yeah. Look. The, the checks cash guys, the checks cash every uh, every. <laughs> He's a nice kid. Week. He says yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. Uh, he's got a dad bod. He's relatable. Yeah, no, he's exactly. one of us. Um, yeah, what what about you, Jack? What's what's your answer to that question? Mike Davis is a good one. Um, I've been talking about Damian Harris all summer long too. Mm. And another Rudman pick. Look at you go. Well, let's move off there. I, I, I keep bringing up. <laughs> I keep bringing up Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence somehow. Despite being the number one overall pick, 
this past April, despite us knowing his name for like the last five years, is going as like the quarterback 16 in fantasy drafts still like ahead ahead of Thursday. And that was after Justin Fields. That's after Trey Lance. And I think so much mm-hmm. of that conversation is focused on like people thinking Urban Meyer is is going to turn to like Bobby Petrino during his rookie year and just like bail on his team. Or, he or might. Like, I, th- I think he it's, might. I mean, he might. It's an option. There's a non-zero chance that 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 does happen. Um, How many felons has he hired in the offseason to like come back into work as coaching staff? But but he he signed Tebow for a few weeks, so it's cleansed the locker room. Yeah, no, cleansed. it's all it's all square. It's all square. So yeah, I, I think Trevor Lawrence might be the best or has been the best value in all of fantasy drafts this summer because you were able to get him in like round ten, round eleven again as quarterback sixteen, and this is someone who like legitimately is athletic, but who had 18 rushing touchdowns the last two years, but just because Justin Fields and Trey Lance are so much flashy, are we kind of forgetting about that? And because he's on the Jaguars, but I would be shocked Mm -hmm. if he doesn't hit value this year. It's not, it's not like he doesn't have some weapons too. Like Shark, uh, Chenault, uh, Marvin Jones. Yep. James Robinson was like a top 10 running back. James Robinson. So they got a first uh, round running back. I know he's healthy and going to play every game (laughs) and definitely justify the pick. Um, no, nah, get well soon, Travis at the end. But yeah, no, I've I've seen him like like to where I've looked up like did I miss Trevor Lawrence tweaking a knee or something or yeah. like is he gonna miss? Did he get suspended? He's gonna miss two games or something because he has been there, I guess around longer than I than you would think he would be. Like he's going after Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow had to have his knee completely redone based on last season, and he's on the Bengals. Like how much better are the Bengals than the Jaguars? You know. Yeah. 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 We, oh, yeah. We need to figure this out. The entire fantasy community loves the Bengals. Like, I mean, have they just like not paid attention for like the last forty years? Like, I, I this is really weird. Like, they like probably the team that fantasy Twitter is most hyped about is the freaking Bengals this year. Is it really? Yes. Like, yes. Like for like just every Burrow and just, like I, can, yes. I guess I could see some if you think they all cook and Higgins it together. Right, yeah. but so, I feel like so don't the receivers Tyler, split the split it up? Yeah, so at one point, Tyler, Jamar Chase was basically being drafted higher than almost any other rookie receiver ever at like wide receiver uh-huh. 20. And while his profile was incredible back mm-hmm. in 2019 when he like you know lit LSU on fire and he didn't play last season, and then he has one catch this preseason, which is a screen, and that's it. And so he's dropped about it nine. A, it was a damn good screen. It was a damn good screen. He picked <laughs> up about screen. 12 yards on it. Great, great screen. screen. Yep. Just play that one over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're, they're basically trying to make the Bengals into like last year's Dallas Cowboys. And mm-hmm. I, I couldn't get on board with it. Even if the Bengals, like they're not going to be a good team. Is it? Is it? I'm just trying to see like admitting fantasy wise, they're going to be playing a lot of catch up. It's just numbers yes. to go around. Not real football numbers, but fantasy numbers. Yeah. That's what they're thinking. I'm scared. Like, I'm scared that Joe Burrow is they're not gonna let him drop back to pass as much. And they they everyone thinks that mm-hmm. Joe Burrow is gonna pass the ball a ton. But if I'm the Bengals, I'm looking at Joe Burrow and his knee and that offensive line. I'm like, right, we're gonna run the ball a little bit to start the season out. Um we'll see. It's tough to rely on a bad team. It's like this team's gonna be bad, yes. so they're gonna be passing the yeah. ball a lot. Well, I think the first part of that equation should factor yeah. into your decision making. It was like, yeah, yeah, you, sure. you think defensive coordinators don't know that like, damn, I didn't think of that. They're, they're yeah. looking to throw the ball. Uh, I mean, thousands of hours are spent on on structure and strategy when doing fantasy drafts. I've taken the easiest approach 
all offseason, Sam, of, of just saying, like, hey, I'm I'm not going to draft the Texans. I'm not going to draft the Lions. And that's how I'm going to roll because I think those teams might average, like, 13 or 14 or 15 points this season. And uh, that's the simplest way I'm going to attack fantasy football this year. That's ugly. Okay, so how do you all – I'm curious. How do you all, like, watch the – like week one Sunday, how do you watch games? Are you watching the primetime games? Are you watching the local games? Are you watching your team? Are you watching your fantasy guys? Are you watching Red Zone? How do you – I'll start with you, Hayden. How do you just watch games? I'm curious. So I got four-game mix. One of them will be the Red Zone channel, and then I'll okay. pick the, the three best games on for the other ones and kind of just filter between those two. But usually it's – yeah. Usually it's the four-game mix. That's how I, I used to be the eight – DirecTV used to have the eight-team mix, yeah. like eight-game mix. And I feel like if I do that, I'm just like a lost cause. It's so a little I, too I, much. You're, yeah, you're I went down to four. Yeah. yeah. Four is manageable. I, I think we've all been there with streams on our computer, too. Uh, mm. Legal ones. Where Definitely. you where you have how many boxes can I fit on my screen? And I think for me, mm. I've gotten to like the four squares, like you guys okay. are alluding to. Um, for our, sh- I mean, Sunday is going to be long. Thanks for bringing it up, Tyler. Sunday's sure. going to be long for us. We're going to have live shows from 10 a.m. until kickoff on Sunday mornings. And then we're hopping back on at uh, 7 p.m. for like a wrap up for the day on, on, on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think Red Zone and then really focusing on two games. So while Red Zone is incredibly entertaining, it's just like a nice shot into your veins of pure entertainment for seven hours on a Sunday. Um, you really don't get a feel for like not momentum necessarily, but like the narrative of games and like the swings and why teams are successful unless you're watching them in full. So I'll try to watch at least two during each window and then go back and and rewatch all of those throughout the rest of the week too. How about you, Jim? Have you ever watched an entire football game? I have. I know I used to like football uh, a lot, Um, but I mean, I only got four weeks and then, uh, you know, the Brooklyn's playing the Lakers in preseason. So I'm going to be on league pass then, but <laughs> Big Red Zone fan. I, then I would uh, you would watch the Pats, obviously, because uh, mm. that's what you do around here. Sure, sure. See, I'm kind of lo- like football. I quit being a Bengals fan, and football is like the sport where it's like we're selling the team. It doesn't matter who. It doesn't matter as much who's in. I mean, unless it's like a, a quarterback, but we're selling the team. And now that I don't have a team. I'm, I'm a man without a country. Not mm. all the primetime games are good. I was like, I'll just watch primetime. They're not all good. Quiet so- as kept. Now, uh, now are you to the point where you just want to like stiff arm any association with teams? Or are you like open to being sold by one? Like, I think I'm out. Okay. I think I'm just out. Uh, like professional sports wise. I think I'm just, it just doesn't do mean for no players good. now. Do you root for yeah, players? It, players or really like, I couldn't say I'm a fan of any, like the Falcons yeah. players per se, but if they win, it's going to be good vibes in the city. It's going to be right. like a, a parade. I would root for that. So I'm. You're for I'm, happiness. I'm rooting saying. for the vibes. I'm a, I'm, I'm a root. I just like a phone finger that just says vibes uh, <laughs> on it. That's 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 my game. Are you are you pro going to games, sporting events, or would you I am pro. watch them from home? Okay. I am. I, I'll say. If I don't have a horse in the race, go to it. If I have a bit like if it's my like college team. Like Kentucky's only team that's I root for a big game. I don't think I could watch a big game in person. I don't think yeah. I could. Yeah. Howard, going to a football game stinks. It does. There's so much free time, and you're just <laughs> looking at the man who's standing there going, like, wait, wait, we're just waiting for television, and there's just players on the field ready to play. 
I can't like I've been to a fair number of Patriots games and always incredibly frustrating. For it's me. a lot of standing around. There, there's so much downtime. There's so many TV timeouts that you don't realize that when you're watching it from television. And then there's 35 seconds between each play. Too. So, yep. yeah, I, I'm kind of with you guys on the NFL games. And then Pat's games are just playing Bon Jovi. This is house. And that's just miserable. That's my biggest that's my biggest complaint. I'm, I live by Angel Stadium for baseball. And the, mm-hmm. It's the playlist. I can't get over the playlist. It's the same, like, 80s bad music. They haven't upgraded anything in, like, two decades. It's the same song over and over and over again. I'm so, right. so over it. One, I thought, like, maybe the pandemic would update the library of these stadiums. And two, I also thought a pandemic when all of us were being stuck inside might prevent people from fighting in the stands from now on. But I'm seeing oh, it every Lord, single no. event. I mean, that, that'll never end, I guess. I think with the I think people been hankering to fight in this state. Like they, yeah, they've been waiting. Yeah, they got an itch to scratch. Like <laughs> I feel like if you're the type of person that fights in stain, I feel like that's just kind of in you. You know what I mean? Like I don't know anybody. Like you, my man. Like he was a good guy till he was like 34. Then he just started fighting fans. Like nobody, nobody flipped that switch. So I think some, those some people, people couldn't couldn't wait to get back to their favorite restaurant. Some people yeah, wanted to exactly. shut up. Some people couldn't wait to punch someone to the LA Coliseum. That's exactly it. So they they they've been sitting on it this entire time. Shadow boxing. Yeah, they just what did you say? Yeah, what I don't yeah, I stay far away um from those people. I do I want to ask you all something. I read it in an article and I just I just want to read the quote and see is this a is this really a thing? Is this really just a way that front offices and like trends are going? The quote is this. It says the outlandish quarterback payouts have some teams wondering if drafting first round passers every three or four years is an easier path, a revolving door of cheap rookie deals at the game's most important position to free up money for other positions. That's easier said than done. And an underplayed angle is how the Browns would manage the storyline of not doing a deal. They're ascending. They're an ascending team with nothing but good vibes, and extending Mayfield reinforces that the franchise is all in on this group. Not doing it plants a seed of doubt. End quote. Are people? Are teams really thinking like, is this a real thing? This can't be a real thing. I mean, there's no way. There's just like no way. Like, how, how do you how do you sell how how do you sell this to fifty? You got fifty three grown adults in in the locker room, and you're just gonna say. All right, we're close to the Super Bowl, but yeah, we're just going to get rid of our quarterback and start over again. Like you just, yeah. I mean, this this has to be like an analytics writer, which like I like analytics too, but like at some point, like there's a little bit of team chemistry and uh, human element to to team sports here. So yeah, this well, will this will never happen. Look, I'm not the biggest fan of like Baker Mayfield as an individual player, but I think in right. this offense, it, it makes sense because their offensive line is is so great, and Kevin Stefanski is just an unbelievable play caller. Like. Tyler, you know this from just observing the Browns from a, a distance, Definitely. how they've just rotated regimes over and over oh, and over God. again. And it takes them like two or three years to like try to get the right players in. And Stefanski and Andrew Barry are able to do it in just a year. And I can even just like go back and mention, I mean, they took prior quarterbacks like Deshaun Kaiser and Tim Couch and Johnny Manziel. Like it's so difficult Brandon to even Wheaton. get to the right to get to that quarterback in, in round one or round two that actually. Right makes a difference now that's not to say like all 
first round quarterbacks or franchise quarterbacks, I think are like right. created equal. Like I think there's a vast difference in what Baker Mayfield can do for you versus like what Justin Herbert can do for you. For example, right. we're talking about young quarterbacks, but I think if you have like a strong vision or understanding like your quarterback's weaknesses, then every single year you can still like recycle offensive linemen and get younger ones in for older ones that are declining. So you like keep the strengths even stronger as you go from year to year. So I think like that would be important for Baker because, you know, he's not even close to the player that like Patrick Mahomes is or right. to me, Lamar Jackson, so on and so forth. But um, I, we've had this conversation like dating back to like Colin Kaepernick with, with Harbaugh, Who? right? Yeah, I know. And then and so many things can happen in, in, in years and years and years. But um, it's it's one at the quarterback spot where I, I if you're going to pay any position, you pay that position. You pay yeah, that position. I, I, the part that cracks me up is it immediately says it's a revolving door of cheap rookie deals at the game's most important <laughs> yeah. position. Come on, to free up money for what, by your own rules, has to be less important positions, and. Yeah, so I'm just – I was like, are they trying to bait somebody into doing this? Like, it's got to be, like, an analytic I – th- I feel like that's where – For sure. Like, and they can't quantify – I don't think superstardom. I don't think in any sport re- – I don't. I think it's just hard to – you can say a guy's number one in this, but it's like no, – you don't understand. Like, the threat of him being there is yeah. bigger than the number – for what – if it's Mahomes, if it's LeBron James, if it's whatever, and – that's what it's like. Yeah, now nah, you can just come close. You can just get uh, Baker Mayfield, and then in four more years, you could draft uh, Sam Erlinger or who, like whoever's supposed to be right. yeah. next. So I ridiculous. guess my question here, Tyler, is this: because if you give Baker Mayfield a contract, he'll mm. basically have to make the second most money at the quarterback position behind Patrick Mahomes. And so, I guess does that talent warrant that contract slot? But I guess at that same time, you are also banking on all the quarterbacks drafted after him from years to come to then right. push him down to like the slot he actually belongs in. You know, because like if we are putting Baker Mayfield somewhere, maybe it's in that, I don't know, Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins tier. Maybe that's not giving him enough credit, but that's, you know, 33. He's a, to, he's a fine option. Right. That's 33 mm-hmm. to 30 million dollars. But Again, you have to pay him more than Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, right. Josh Allen, and so on and so forth. So maybe that's part of the conversation. That's why you just got to wait. Yeah. Just keep, keep, don't give him that massive contract like what the Rams did kind of early. Like let yeah. Goff and like Baker Mayfield like really play through, slap the franchise tag on him. And then like if you're all the way in at that point, then you're all the way in. I just don't like when they extend guys too early that like it's not obvious that they're like an NBA. I record. think that's the, yeah, because I, I'm not super high on either, but I think it's fair to say Baker Mayfield has been better than Jared Goff. For sure. So it's like, okay, he's better, projects to be better. Okay, if you want to take it out with Baker, then see. I get it. Goff is like, if you think he even might not be the guy, you can't give him the guy money. Like, it's not even about that because I, you're playing the long game. He's the second highest paid now, but in two seasons, he'll be the eighth highest paid. Season after that, he'll be the 14th, so it's... I'm not even worried about that, but and there's there's even this mindset of quarterbacks being currency in some ways now. Like even mm-hmm. when they have sucked for the last couple of years, Carson Wentz is one of those. Jared Goff is one of those. 
Sam Darnold is one of those. Like all three were traded for something significant this offseason. I mean, Jared Goff was part of the reason why the Lions wanted to give Matthew Stafford to the Rams. Um, we saw mm-hmm. Carson Wentz probably get a second-round pick in back uh, to the Eagles. Um, Sam Darnold basically is a, a third-rounder, second-round return for the Carolina Panthers. So even when they suck so much, <laughs> other teams still think that they can get something out of them to the point that the contract doesn't really matter right. because they can, you know, you can recoup absorb something that. On. Yes, you can. You can recoup something in that if you're the team that that gave them away. Ah, that is just. I don't know, that's why I, I want a team to do it just because I feel like it'd be terrible. It's like you're talking like we've just figured out, we've just cracked the code on scouting quarterbacks. Like, yeah, I don't know. If you get one the first round, it's fine. It'll probably be fine. Yeah. Okay. Have we looked at like the, the, some of the rookies? Like, that's right. Josh, you get Josh Rose. Yeah. You were top awesome. 10. What, was it two years ago? Like, yeah. just by the numbers, what, we had five court, first round quarterbacks this year. We did. Two of them are probably going to stink, like just just by the numbers. Yeah, or they all stink next year, something like that. Maybe yeah, that like way. just again, we're playing the long game here. So by the numbers, at least one's going to really stink. All right, so let's say one to thirty-two. We're not going to rank them all, but which of the quarterbacks would you not pay if you're the GM of that team, and why is it Derek Carr? He's the he might be the Mendoza line. <laughs> Yeah. I was gonna say, like Kirk Cousins. I think it was Dalton for what it's about that. Like, if your quarterback is not comfortably better than like Derek Carr, that range, I cannot pay you. Sorry, I think it's a Derek Carr line, Hayden. But Derek Carr is like actually kind of good. Like, that's but he's like so he's so not even so boring. He's so, but he's not even close to Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. But like, I think that he's like much better than like a Jimmy G. Or Teddy Bridgewater and those guys, okay. but oh, you're oh, still sorry. you're still in no man's land. Like, like doesn't Derek Carr is I the blank best starting quarterback, like eleventh, twelfth. I think that's way too high. Ooh, 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 he was kind of nasty ooh. last year. He's so that's accurate. Little, okay, he was nasty last year, and no one cared. No one. I know. Cared. So I, I'm with you. I wouldn't pay him still, but I think that he's actually a decent quarterback compared to like some of the other guys he gets. He gets lo- thrown. Where would you have him, Josh? Derek Carr is the blank. Best starting I, quarterback next year going into this year. I'd say. probably put him behind all five of the rookies that we just saw. Yeah, no, that's fair. Year. No, that's fair. I, oh. I I think that's that's fair. But like based off of last year, I thought he was like a borderline top ten guy. But it didn't matter. Like it literally didn't matter at all. Also, I think you need to throw in entertainment factor into all this stuff. Like more and more. Yes, I care about team building, but I also just want to you know have some excitement. On like Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick will never be without a job. He's just vibes. Yes. I get his vibes. And and Derek Carr might be just the vanilla soft serve of the quarterback position in the NFL. Yeah. Hey, I think that's being a little too too mean to vanilla soft serve. Vanilla soft I was serve. Saying, vanilla. <laughs> Every <laughs> once in a while, just playing vanilla hits the spot. Respectfully. Yes, Has Derek Carr ever hit respectfully? Respectfully. Has it ever been like, yeah, no, that I need some Derek Carr? I mean, except for John. John Green, awful messages from Raiders fans. They are massive fans of Derek Carr. And he seemed like a decent guy. Like, that's the thing. He, he seemed like a decent enough guy, like watching hard knocks. It's like, I think he I think he wants to lead this bunch. I think he's doing what he thinks is right and all that. And sometimes that don't work out. That's just that's just life. Yeah. Um, he seemed like a good guy, though. He just feels like the without I would say like 16th, 17th. He feels like almost smack dab in the middle. Mm. To, like, yeah. where's Kirk Cousins for you, Hayden? 
like I would say right below Derek Carr. So like it's 11? Like 14th. Yes, 13, 14th. I would, I would have to check out this list. If, if you're throwing it, like, if, if Trevor Lawrence is in this list, if uh, Zach Wilson, yeah, Mac any, Jones, Trey, anybody like, who's projected to be guys, start, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Like those, I would take those guys over Derek Carr. But like, I think Derek Carr is better than like Ryan Fitzpatrick and some of these other guys that are like mid, like Jim, mid to low on starters. Quarterback. I feel like we're we're going to pull this up. We're going to pull this up. I'm because it's like okay, Mahomes, easy, Allen, Josh Allen, Lamar, Dak, Dak. Russell Wilson. I'm trying to think like the automatic ones, right? That's yeah. five automatic. Matthew Stafford for me. Stafford, Brady six. Brady, Kyler, eight. Tannehill for me nine. Rogers, ten, and then we have a bunch of guys on on young deals. That's like what I'm saying. Just, that's ten. Then the five rookies. That's fifteen right there. Exactly. And then yeah, who, I said last year Derek Carr was like eleventh with the rookies. Like he's like sixteenth or seventeenth. I think that's fair. Baker, Burrow. Um, do you know who's Baker, take this? Baker versus Derek Carr is like this? If that's like the same thing, I think I would I take think, Baker. I would take Baker. Flash, flair, personality. You know, talking smack. I mean, yeah, I, I factor yes. that in. Number one pick having a chip on your shoulder. Definitely. Now, it's a personality. It's a the, personality. Yeah. The the former walk-on carries that. Yeah, no, right. listen, he he got it out the mud. <laughs> the uh the name that's gonna take this over, I think, in a couple of years is Daniel Jones. Maybe after this season. Like Daniel Jones is the question of do you pay him or not? And I I to me, you no. don't pay that. Yeah, I would not pay that. Yeah, 12, he had 12 touchdowns in 16 games last year. I mean, yeah. no. Tyler, he had 12 touchdowns with like 11 interceptions and another 11 fumbles at the same time. I mean, that's, that's absurdly bad. 14 that's touchdowns. That's tough, man. Yeah. That's what, see. With Jason Garrett as your OC. <laughs> I feel like I, you kind of got to give him that, but at a certain point, it's like I did that for Sam Darnold. It's like, well, listen, if he's only just going to have Adam Gase as his coach, this is the only way I can judge it. Now we'll see. Yeah. But like, I'll. You would take uh, Donald or Derek Carr for this upcoming season, Hayden? Carr, for sure. Yeah, that, that to me is not close. I, I think I would take Carr there. Yeah. yeah. Josh, you said, well, I, was, I, th- I thought you were skeptical. No, I'd take Derek Carr. I, I think Sam Darnold will, I think he's going to last one year in Carolina. He's going to last one year in Carolina, even though they already good, picked like up his option. Plays, like plays his way into bigger money or like plays his way into like coaching high school. Hayden's heard, heard me say this on our show a hundred times. But David Tepper, their owner, has like big eyes for a big name veteran. I think they're going to try to make Aaron Rodgers like the highest paid player of all time. Of all time. Oh Next boy! Yeah. When I think Aaron Rodgers, I definitely think Southern Southern boy, <laughs> hey, North Carolina, Charlotte. Uh, <laughs> what? It's better than Green Bay, is it not? Uh if we're, uh, for a Cali boy, yeah, he'll he'll. <laughs> That's, see, I've always thought I think the Raiders are gonna do. I feel like that feels like a very Raiders-y I splash. Like, sorry, Hayden, but I think Derek Carr is at, and then they're like, "Yeah, we'll just trade everything for Aaron Rodgers." But that's interesting. Aaron, right, that's Rogers my bold prediction, with. Tyler. Aaron Rodgers to the Carolina Panthers next offseason. Remember where you heard it first. I like. It. What do you even? What, what do you think it would t- say? He has another. I mean, not MVP, but say he has another. He's still clearly. Yeah, second second team all pro pro like very good. What's even the market for him? Like what 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 did what Panthers give up for him? Two or three first round picks, maybe three first round picks, and and the biggest contract in NFL history for uh, on a per year basis. That's yeah. a lot, man. Is, does that make oh, it the, is? 
Does that make the Panthers a championship team? No, but that that <laughs> owner that owner is not patient. He doesn't He's care about the process. Resign. No, <laughs> they uh they they want a name in there. They want a name in there. Like a bigger. I guess it have to be bigger per year than Mahomes. Like fifty. Correct. What, Two million per year or whatever. I, I bet he's going to be the first 50 million because while he technically is still under contract with the Packers, absolutely, if you read between the lines, they're mm. they're going to deal him because he mm. wants it. Like, I'm sure that was written in there somewhere or some type of an agreement. And I bet he's the first $50 million per year player next offseason. For the Carolina Panthers. Good Lord. Damn. I'm fine with that. I'd, Reggie I'd, White did it. Reggie White uh, played for the Panthers. <laughs> the late great, he, he sure did. So did Musa uh, Muhammad. I mean, we can name well, a lot of Panther players. <laughs> the alive great uh, Musa Muhammad. Um, I think we I all like rolling. Panthers players. Yeah, everybody just goes around the circle and names uh, a 1990s Panthers player. Um, no, I did want to ask you guys about a couple. Uh, it was a question Josh had posed about if you had, I think it was a hundred dollars. How would you split up your MVP odds? And so we've got a couple, Jam, if you've got those, just of the awards. Just wanted to see, just just check you guys' uh, gauge on something. Get, click the uh, complete one, Ooh, please. Yeah, complete. let's, uh, I mean, like, some of these will be clearly, like, not serious. Like, mm-hmm. like listen, respectfully, Kirk Cousins is on there. This is not, you know what I mean? Where's Derek Carr? <laughs> Dual pro lit, there we go. Plus 8,000. How you feel about that? I don't know how I got into the show and, and I'm defending Derek Carr. <laughs> this needs to stop. This this was not supposed to happen. You Jameis now- is plus five thousand and Derek Carr is plus eight thousand. I mean, from to the- me, the, the the best bet's Tom Brady. Like we, yes. I'm ready just to admit that like he's not going to age like everybody else. He's got the best team around him. You're 26. End- you're ready to you're ready to throw in that towel. This- I'm done. I'm trying to. I'm done trying to fade Tom Brady, and I think that the the NFC is not as good as the AFC. So I think that there's an easier path for Tom Brady to win. They go like 13 and four, and then he has 38 passing touchdowns, and like he just walks right into it. Uh, One quick note: uh, Deshaun Watson has better MVP odds than Derek Carr apparently on on this list, which is uh, yeah. So does uh, Cam Newton and Derek Carr have equal MVP? Another one that. Another one that Tom Brady trained. Uh, I think so much of the MVP award is also narrative based. Definitely. And so it's the opening game of the season. So you start off there, you like start paying the picture. Then you get the Falcons, which he can put, you know, 30 plus points against the Rams, which is another title contender, at least in the NFC. And then on the fourth game of the season, it's the Patriots in Sunday night football. So like Tom Brady for all. You can get some steam going. In those first four games, the the picture could be cemented of the MVP award. Who's the, the Ramona game. Shelburne of the NFL? So uh, Momo is just constantly pushing the LeBron for MVP narrative. Who right. is the M- NFL media member who's going to be uh, cranking up that Tom Brady MVP stuff? Mm. Oh, that's a good one. Because yeah, normally I'm used to all the like New England homers, but like, are there national? Uh, he needs a yeah. He needs a face on. It's got to have a. It's got to have a face on it. I agree. Hmm. Somebody will come through for us. I don't see. I think Orlovsky's too uh, too focused on Stafford, on right? Matthew Stafford on yeah. Carson Wentz. So I don't think he'll do it. Um, <laughs> maybe uh, maybe Peter Schrager. Peter Schrager might be the guy for Tom Brady for Super Bowl. Okay. I mean, I, I could see it. So of the let's see. So Mahomes is plus six hundred, which 
I mean, he's the favorite for a reason. But of non, let's say non top five guys. So anybody outside of Mahomes, Rogers, Allen, Brady, and Dak Prescott, who jumps all? Anybody of somewhat longish odds? Anybody jumping? There's like you can paint the picture because there's some like respectfully. I can't paint the picture for Jameis Winston winning MVP. Right. Same. Yeah. I can't paint I mean, for same for Matt Ryan, same for Kirk Cousins, same for Deshaun. Like some of these you can just cross off. Um, but it's like Derrick Henry plus five thousand. It's rare, just because running backs don't get it. But you could paint that picture. So is anybody any long odds jumping off? I'll take the the LA quarterbacks, Stafford or Herbert. I mean, they can win enough games. They both of their scenarios or their situations are so much better this year. Herbert gets a basically an entirely new offensive line and a much better coaching staff, and he lit up everybody. And if the Chargers could somehow beat the Chiefs like two times in a row, he just beat the MVP favorite a couple times. I'm like, if yeah, you could a, split a that, little that split would be in the Chargers yeah. win twelve games and t- tie the Chiefs. Like you can get some pop uh, popularity for. For Justin Herbert too, so I like the Rams guys or, or the LA guys. Yeah, Tyler. Whenever there's an entire YouTube video dedicated to how bad the previous coaching staff was in like two minute drills and timeouts and red zone situations, like going to Brandon Staley, who apparently is like a young genius as a head coach after just one year as a defensive coordinator with the Rams, I, I think that can be a huge boost for for the Chargers. And yeah, Matthew Stafford, like there was a period this summer where in the same day, a lot of people were saying Matthew Stafford is underrated, and then that forced another side of the football bubble to say that he's overrated. Right. Um, but he doesn't have to do anything too drastic. Like we've talked about Jared Goff on this show before. Yeah. I think everyone knows that there you can find clips of him basically just getting to the line of scrimmage at 25 seconds, taking a step back, being told exactly who to throw the football to in his micro in his, his earpiece, yeah. and then throwing the football to that person. And in 2018, he had 32 touchdowns, which was sixth in the NFL and was fourth in yards that year. The following year in 2019, he was third in yards. It's not like Matthew Stafford has to do anything incredible to get to that production either. He just has to be someone who can make some magic happen when things don't go according to plan, not be the quarterback who has the biggest drop in his quarterback rating when pressured like Jared Goff was. And I think that that's what he brings to the table is like activating all of those other players when things do go a bit haywire. And I'm really excited to see that Rams team. So I think him at what plus 2000 here is a really yeah, good Yeah, he's at plus 2000. Herbert's at plus 2200. I, I mean, I, I like the cases. Charge, I guess I just, I'm not familiar. Like, I know of the coaching staff. I don't know what all person, like, I know they drafted Rashawn Slater. So they have some more pieces another year at Herbert. But yeah, if Stafford just, does what he's been doing with Detroit. Like that's exactly what they want, right? Like he didn't, you yep. don't need to, we don't need 110%. We need you to do exactly what you were doing. That is just what we're looking for. So plus 2000, I don't hate that. Uh, I, I also want to throw out Kyler Murray at plus 25. I was looking at him too. Because I, just, I don't trust Cliff Kingsbury. That's where I'm saying fake sharp Cliff Kingsbury for sure. Great house, fake sharp. Um, Tremendous. But <laughs> great fireplace. I, I do think Kyler. I love when players in any sport, it's like Darren Sproles, Muggsy Bogues, whoever else, right? Mm. Just like break the mold of like the type of player we assume. And for so long at that position, it was like these tall statue pocket passers. And now like Mm. Kyler's in there. And at least from my perspective with fantasy football, for any quarterback that played at least six games last year, he was the top scoring quarterback. 
And a lot hmm. of that had to do with what he did in the opening nine games of last season. He was basically Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he on was on pace for like 4,000, 1,000, like something crazy, I'm, wasn't he? In those yep. first nine games, he had 604 rushing yards and 10 touchdowns. Then the Jeez. final seven games was dealing with a, a shoulder injury. So he had 215 yards and one rushing score. So I'm not necessarily saying, hey, he's going to mirror what he did in the first nine games. But let's right. say he doesn't get injured and you can spread apart and get, I don't know, 15, 16 rushing touchdowns. I mean, right. the path can be made there with a an offense that's going to be on the field a lot and a lot of high scoring games. I just don't know if they're going to win enough games for him to be in the running at the end. Yeah, I, I he feels like maybe a year away, like if they're serious. But again, Cliff Kingsbury went over 500 since like 20. Yeah, Texas Tech. 2000. Yeah, like yeah. when he had Baker Mayfield and Patrick Mahomes on his roster. Good grief. Um, <laughs> hey, Jam, okay. I, think I, I think I got a long shot one if you want to scroll down. We can find them real quick. We got oh, – We're going deeper in this. Where's Where's Trey Lance at? There, I said, hold on. Go, I just saw him. Go up. Uh, plus uh, – There we go. Plus 10,000. 10,000? Oh, talk to me. That would be the one where, like, if let's say week one, Jimmy, Jimmy G gets hurt or something, and then Trey Lance goes in there. We already know that the 49ers offense is going to be sick. If they win uh, the NFC West and he is what we think he is as a, a good pocket passer that could also score 10 rushing touchdowns, like, boom, that's all it takes. That's it. That's, that's it. it. Easy, <laughs> easy plus 10,000. I mean, I, for the guys around, him being tied the exact same as Kamar is interesting. Like, the exact same. Like again, running backs don't win it. I get that. But the exact same is, I don't know. Does that? Does that seem off to anybody? Is it just me? We're I'm we're not, big fans of Alvin Kamara this year. We think Alvin Kamara. Can yeah, so plus a, like a ten thousand. Yes. Hmm. I'm I'm assuming that a running back's literally just never going to win it again. Yeah, like, what, it's, it's so yeah. hard. But like I, we, I think, we had a two thousand yard rusher last year, and he wasn't even in the conversation. I don't think he got close. Uh, yeah. Let me see, Jan, if you could show us the uh, offensive player that I don't know if it's on the same. Or it might be back one and uh, like the full offensive. There we go. Now this can go to running backs. Like yeah. we, we've seen this go to, yeah. I think so, Adrian Peterson. This feels like the award for running backs. Like, right. Yeah. They feel bad. The NFL feels bad. They're like, yeah. we're not going to pay you. You're not going to win the MVP, but we'll give you this. There. These, plus 2000 here. I like that. These are some pretty good, like Derrick Henry, who I believe he won offensive player or did Rogers win that as well. I think Derrick Henry won it. Yeah. Um, plus 900. That's pretty, pretty good. Pretty is it any anybody else jumping jumping off here to anybody? Hmm. Kyler down there at twenty two hundred. Where's Austin Eckler on this list? Austin Ooh. Eckler dead last. No plus, uh, plus four thousand. Um, also, hmm. Joe Lombardi is now the offensive coordinator of the LA Chargers. Uh, we know his usage under Sean Payton, uh, hmm. Alvin Kamara's you know, workload and volume. If Austin Eckler gets some goal line touches, um, Austin Eckler might have a shot at just being like the running back that jumps tiers this year in terms of mm. jumping up into like top end superstar status, I think. Like could he, he like 1,000, 1,000? And then if he gets some extra goal line work, like, yep. yeah. So yep. that, that's the, yeah, like that's painting the the picture for it. I, I can I can see Nick Chubb having the Derrick Henry season from last year. Definitely. I think the Browns are going to be really good. Best offensive line in the league. I think Nick Chubb might be the best pure rusher. He's not going to catch any passes, but Derrick Henry didn't. I think that 
Chubb has the same odds of getting to like 2,000 yards as, as Derek Henry does. Yeah, I don't – some of these are pretty good. I feel like this is where – I won't rule out quarterbacks, but it just feels like this is where they'll concede that to – I think Michael Thomas won it a couple of years. Like they'll concede that to whoever the top receiver running back is. But I'm really having a hard hmm. time grasping how the offensive player of the year wouldn't also be – the most valuable. Like I, I understand quarterbacks are important, but like it's not like the both MVPs are playing both sides of the ball. Like if you're saying this guy's the best offensive player, how is he not automatically the most valuable? I guess the, the quarterback thing, but it's it reminds it's me of like like Cy Young. Like it's like you can't pitcher can't win Cy Young and MVP. It's like, well, why? I mean, if he won 25 games and didn't right. lose, is he not the best <laughs> pitcher and the most but it's one yeah. of those no pitchers get this award and everybody else gets this award. Yeah. Um I don't know why George Kittle's at plus two thousand. That that seems like a flag out of nowhere for for these odds to plant. I mean, I love like George Kittle or high. I, no, I, I think I, I don't see him winning this award. It, I mean, he, he'd have to catch with like fifteen hundred. Like they're not going to take any of the blocking stuff into consideration. And yeah, there, are they? So, yeah, you don't care about the blocking. No, <laughs> I, I don't understand why he's so high on this list. But I love him as a player. Don't get me wrong. Like maybe right, the most yeah. complete tight end in NFL. But I also think Hayden correct me if I'm wrong has never scored more than five receiving yeah, touchdowns five. in a single season, yeah. which is crazy to think Damn, about. Julio Kittle? Damn. Let's see some other defensive player Real quick, here. Tyler, it, to yep. me it's incredible that Julio Jones, despite all those red zone jokes, which are, are very fair, um, Arthur Smith goes and becomes the head coach of the Falcons, who is the best red zone play caller in the NFL first and second over the last two years. He's like, actually, I don't want you, Julio. I don't want you. I, it. <laughs> this is what I'm looking. I was like, I need to see if Julio just catches like 12 touchdowns this year, then the curse was on the Falcons. But if whoever, like who's going to be the, who's the Falcons number two receiver? Russell Gage. One. Yeah. Russell okay. Gage. Well, if Russie Gage just catches 14, I'm like, it was Julio. <laughs> it was Julio all along. Uh, uh. Man, Russie Gage got the defensive player of the year here. Aaron uh, Donald, who I feel like would probably just be my standing. Uh, I feel like I would just have a standing wager on Aaron Donald to win defensive player of the year. He's plus 550, but tied with Miles Garrett, um, TJ Watt, Chase Young, the Bosa brothers right after that. Anybody jumping out? Just serving defenses. Some are loaded and some are just so bad this year, especially at the cornerback position. Like some teams have three stars and other teams have scrubs that might not even be on rosters next year as they're starting corners. Um, with that said, I don't think we have seen the ceiling for Miles Garrett necessarily. Mm -hmm. I know he's like up there as co-favorites with, with Aaron Donald, but that Browns unit was one of the worst teams in the NFL defensively. Um, and I, I think he's just an unreal, unreal player. Also, shout out, he's not going to win this award. Shout out to Danelle Hunter, who might be the most underappreciated defensive player in the league. He scares um, me. He, he's like 20 years old or was coming into the league and will finish as one of maybe, if he continues on this path, as one of the all-time sack leaders. Um, not going to touch the record, obviously, but Danelle Hunter never gets enough love, and he won't for me in this list either. <laughs> you're doing no fever, no yeah. favors. Come on. <laughs> what about you, Hayden? Anybody? Uh... I was gonna say Miles Garrett. They're gonna go off. I mean, Chase Young is. I mean, I think that everybody I, would I love to. Chase Young. I mean, I think everybody would want to vote for him. You know, he's like the right. the fresh face. Hmm. Does this just go to the best defensive lineman? Like whoever gets the most sacks. This is basically. basically 
Pretty much. So it's kind of like nobody, nobody gets interested. Like nobody gets. Gilmore guess, got, you know, what? I think Howard. a lot of this is, is analytics focused too, because like, if you're a good corner, you don't get targeted. And right. a couple of years ago, Stefan Gilmore won it because around like week 10 or week 11, the football media bubble started saying like, oh, Stefan Gilmore is playing the best out of any defender in the league. Right. And then like, no one wants to be left out and say something stupid. So at the end of the year, he got the award. You know, it either goes to like a, a Devontae Parker ate him alive. Yeah, a tackle accumulator like Luke Keekley or, or Bobby Wagner, one of those types, the best interior rusher or, or pass rusher, like you're saying, Aaron Donald, or someone who doesn't get targeted at all, like Darrell Rivas did or Stefan Gilmore. Yeah, I feel like that would be the case. That, like if you think Jalen Ramsey just has like one of those kind of years, but that's plus four thousand. That's that's my yeah, I, Donald and Garrett. I feel like either one of those. If you split something on plus five fifty for one of those, you feel feel pretty good. Uh, yeah. What's that? We got offensive rookie of the year. I think who's next. I forget what like the, I feel like the NBA has a lot of awards and the NFL is just like we got what we got. Like we don't do that that comeback player of the year. We don't do any of that sportsman. Um, they don't do twelfth man of the year. Yeah, no, not not in this Seattle would win every time. Every twelve. <laughs> we got offensive rookie of the year. Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones tied as favorites, which is. I guess it shouldn't be. I don't know. I thought Trevor Lawrence would be for like a clear the number one pick who's going to start, who has some weapon, like not a god awful team. They're not going to be good. He'll be throwing, and but I guess the same case would be made for Mac Jones. I guess he's Tyler, a nice guy. Nice guy. Yeah, nice guy. Everyone loves him. Matthew love Slater, him. all those guys. Kendrick Bourne, they all love him. Nick um, Rodman, all of them. Oh. <laughs> we uh, we did a similar show of this back on May. And we got Mac Jones at plus 1100 back then Ooh. to win offensive rookie of the year. So it has obviously changed That's since then good. drastically. Um, I wouldn't probably no longer take him at, at plus 400. Now, I also cool. don't think you have to have the most wins compared to other ones like MVP and so on and so forth right. to win offensive rookie of the year. Um Hayden, which one of these stands out to you? Because I still think with five quarterbacks, it's going to go to a quarterback this year. Maybe Pitts if he sets like the tight end records, which I think that's true. Possible. Uh, I don't know. Like the Mac Jones stuff, it's like who who would win it if Trevor Lawrence has better numbers, but the Patriots win four more games? Like, right? I, I don't I don't know that answer. But the the Mac Jones stuff, this feels kind of rich. You know, like I would rather bet on Trevor Lawrence at this price. Yeah, um, they're the exact same. Uh, yeah, is any Najee Harris, like I know that line stinks, but just in terms of he just might have to do all the work. Like he just puts yeah. up count like, I don't know, sixteen hundred total yards or whatever and double digit touchdowns. Is there any case? Because he's plus the one thousand. Yeah. I'd rather have pits. What about Trey Sermon mm-hmm. Hayden at plus twenty five hundred? I don't know. I'd rather just bet him in fantasy. I just keep yeah. picking him in fantasy football. I think it's gonna be one mm-hmm. of the quarterbacks or pits. Like I think if Pitts breaks the Mike Ditka's records. Uh, tight ends, I think that he could win it. Isn't that crazy, Tyler? Mike Dicka still has that rookie that, season record of like a thousand and thirty six. It's unreal what he did in like nineteen twenty seven. I'm sure he, he probably end. did on like forty two catches too. It, it was. It was like yeah. twenty five yards a pop. I'm t- yeah, insane. they they threw bombs back then. Like <laughs> it was not for the. It was no intermediate passing game. He was the first uh, one to figure out a seam route. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh. I keep running. If I just keep running, they can't catch me. Uh, 
it is it is funny when they do like the NFL 1000 or they did like a couple summers ago and mm-hmm. this wide receiver who like only ran three yard patterns was put on that NFL 1000 team over like Julio Jones uh, <laughs> who like if you moved Julio Jones granted it might have been against the rules at the time but if you put Julio Jones back in one of those teams of course he's just right, gonna, like come on man be the greatest player of all yeah. time but Mike Ditka truly might be the greatest tight end of all time Julio, if that Julio would have fans. Julio would have 2,500 yards and, and three touchdowns back if he played in 1984. Right. They you would know? burn him at the stakes at <laughs> halftime like a witch. Like, I don't even think he would, he would, yeah, he would make ball. it on the field. Um, That's true. <laughs> let's see. We got a uh, defensive rookie. I'm trying. There's are these all the things popped up. There we go. Oop, there we go. Okay. So, defensive rookie of the year, Michael Parsons, linebacker out of Dallas, is the fav- overwhelming favorite, plus 450. Jalen Phillips, Miami. Jamin Davis, my baby boy. I like that for no other reason than that. Um, I've just hear. I feel like I follow a lot of Cleveland people. I hear a lot of JOK. So him at plus twelve hundred is interesting. But who's who? Anybody catch your eye? So a couple here. Um, Let's start like the very deep. Joe Tryon at plus twenty eight hundred because he's on Tampa Bay. He might only play. 60% 60% of the snaps, I think at the highest mark, it might be closer to 35%. But JPP somehow with a hand and a half was able to play the highest number of defensive end snaps last season. And mm. Joe Tryon, when other teams are trying to catch up to the scoreboard as a pure pass rusher um, against offense against the Bucks, might have a chance of reaching 10 sacks during his rookie season. That's possible. Yeah, did they bring like Sue and all those guys? Everybody's back for the Bucks, right? Everybody. JPP and Sue and Shaq Barrett and all those. Yeah. So if he yep. just he just sneaks in the back door to sprint and a half the quarterback. Sacks. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, a couple others. Zaven Collins at plus 1200 is an absolute madman. I don't know if you listen to his post draft phone call that he got from Steve Kime. He literally said he's going to murder people on a field. It's okay. It's weird. Um, it, taking football too seriously. It's weird. But he's going to have a ton of tackles. What is linebacker? So, what, what, I'm not familiar with Yeah, yeah he, he's an off ball okay. linebacker. So it's Steve Kimes' third off ball linebacker, fourth in like the last six years. Uh, Deion Buchanan, mm-hmm. Hassan mm-hmm. Reddick. Um, remind me of the guy from Clemson that he took Isaiah, Isaiah, uh, Isaiah Simmons, Simmons yeah. and, and then Zayvon Collins. So maybe he gets this one right. How are they still not good? Why is Arizona? Is it the Arizona? He still has a job. Steve Kimes still has a job despite getting a Dewey as well a couple Respect. off seasons ago. Uh, and he's got JJ Watt. Um, Yes. Okay, so that's plus twelve hundred. What about you, Hayden? Anybody? Jalen Phillips. I mean, I thought he was the best defensive player in the mm. last draft, and he's going to be in Miami's defense. And Miami's they're they're missing some edge guys. Like that was their one weakness last year. And if Miami's defense is as good as as they are, and they blitz a ton, so I think he's going to have a lot of one on one matchups. I think that he could he could do it for sure. He went to Miami College, right? Yeah, UCLA to Miami. Yep. Oh, you said okay. I was like, oh, I think somebody. I was like, I like guys that go from Miami to Miami, but never mind. No, he um, went to UCLA to Miami, then to Miami. Oh, yeah. try, oh I got you. Yeah. Right. yeah. No, he's um, yeah, he's doing he's doing things right. I, I do like Jamin Davis though, your guy, because mm-hmm. the Ron Rivera um, defense with Marty Herney making selections for it, like they have a history of the Thomas Davis, Thomas Davis pipeline. And, exactly, and I mean, this is going to be a stat accumulator award truly is because a yeah. lot of these players are going to be on on bad teams so jamin davis who's a super freak as you know just mm-hmm. running behind that incredible wall of a defensive line 
could rack up, I don't know, 130 tackles during his rookie season. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Jamin. Um, Shocking. No yeah, bias. I, the only thing I want uh, – Russo, I just know Buffalo needs like a pass rusher, right? Like is, is there any chance that he – like the same try-on case, like while they're blocking yep. the Ed Olivers and everybody else, that he any case for that? Or he's yep. not going to see the volume? He'll be in a rotation, but he's. I think he's plenty good enough, and I think he had a pretty good uh, training camp and, and preseason. I, I've read some good things about him. Yep. Hmm. Let's see. Okay. Is that is that all the NFL awards? Coach. Oh, comeback, comeback. Oh, player yeah. of the year. I, 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 that feels like Dak, right? Like, yeah, that's yeah. That's Dak. yeah that, well, now that I mean, Burrow, gone, yeah. Burrow, Barkley. Yeah, that, if Dak plays fifteen games, that feels like Dak in a wash. Um, also, Sam, I know Sam Darnold was hurt, but is this just comeback player of the year from playing under Adam Gates? Is that what that <laughs> yeah, I mean, what is he coming back yeah. from? God. Yeah, I just – no, I, I was healthy. I just wasn't very good. Uh, <laughs> Mono, sure. What would his speech be? Like, I mean, literally, what, what can he say? I was terrible last year. Thank the Lord for uh, Adam Gates being fired. Uh, here we go. Coach of the year. This is – because I was like, that's one of those – I have no idea who would be the favorite. But they've got Brandon Staley. From the you know new guy in the Chargers, he's a favorite, but plus twelve hundred. So even the even the favorite is a plus twelve hundred, which seems to say no one knows who's going to win this award. Um, Look at Urban at plus sixteen hundred among like the top ten names. Are you kidding me? I'm saying so it's a lock. Is that what you're saying? Urban Meyer coach of the year is a lock. <laughs> no, no, Josh no. Norris lock of the year. No, do not pull uh, that out. Um, <laughs> clip that jam. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Zach Taylor near the bottom of the list, which is incredible. I still don't know a single thing about him. Dan Campbell, another new coach. I was about to ask you, Tyler, who who was the Houston Texans head coach? But uh, you can read it right there. Well, I, I would have known that, but in the only way I would have known it is from playing Madden. You know, they show like the coach on the sideline, and they showed him. I said, who the hell is that? And I looked up the Texans <laughs> pick, and that's how I know David Culley's name. I was like, oh, it looks like him. They got, like, they got his face right. Um, uh, but... I I do think it's incredible how sour the football public is on just Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels. Like, hmm. I feel like no one is giving them a chance to win 10 or 11 games this season, despite, you know, decades of success. And I think while the rest of the league is going small and fast, we saw the Browns last year go big and strong and going to run over your face. And I think the Patriots this year are going to play a whole bunch of bully ball. And I think Bill Belichick could have a with a really good defense, a top five offensive line, have a lot of success this season. Would he get the votes? Like you think they would at this point? Would they or they have to win like one seed? I thought you'd have to win like a lot. Like that's what I think. Twelve, thirty. Yeah, the voters are tired of Belichick. I think it's gonna be Staley. It just I think it's a new face award. You know, uh, Stefanski won it last year and just like most improved team with a new new coach. I think that's going to be Staley. You guys are wrong. If Bill Belichick takes a rookie quarterback to the playoffs, everyone's just going to be like, he is the greatest coach ever. It was, this is why he is amazing. And the, like the New England hype machine, you're going to have like Bill Simmons, all the kind of the New England assholes like me, on, uh, who somehow are just pervasive in all of media. I think if like Matt and then Mac Jones automatically wins rookie of the year. I think if the Patriots make the playoffs, you will not hear the end of the greatness of Bill Belichick. See, now I got to root actively against Mac Jones. I don't I didn't want to have to do it. You already were, Tyler. You already were. Look, That's not why. He signed – he committed to Kentucky, so I'm still claiming him. As, if he does well, I'm still claiming <laughs> him as a Kentucky signing. But if not, then he, uh, he's roll tied. 
how many wins for the Jets for Robert Sala to automatically win this award? If he gets to five. The media wants to very good to me. The media loves Sala though. Like for sure. He's like so charismatic. I think that he would get some votes for sure. I mean, it's one like the NFL. Somebody comes out of nowhere every like every year. So if you it's just one of those who do you like if you think Denver, like Vic Fangio's there, but if you think it's one of the teams that (laughs) (laughs) this boring head coach out there, there is no way that Vic Fangio can win this award. Zero. (laughs) I mean, I actually, no Sean Payton next to him might be an interesting bet because, like, mm. if he takes the Saints to no the Breeze in the post Breeze era and fixes Jameis Winston post LASIK, these are all uh, conversations okay. and narratives we can have. See, that's plus 20. Like, that Arians, I don't, does he has a coach of the year, doesn't he? I, he does when he was a filling coach. When he, yeah, I'm, okay. So, I, I mean, even I don't think they'll give him the lifetime achievement. Uh, Joe Judge is probably not going to, uh, Where's like first to be fired? Point. He might be on first to be fired list. <laughs> do, do we have those odds? Uh, it's just these in reverse. Right. They use the, they they usually have first first to be fired. Do they? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, what, what do you think about a head coach forcing grown men to do sprints after like drills and stuff? I mean, that's ridiculous stuff. Like, didn't, didn't they have like five guys just retire? Yeah. Just, just like, yeah. Quit, like that. That's the ultimate sign to me when people are like. I will quit. I will stop what we are doing before I entertain this anymore. I'd rather not get paid than to play I'd, with you. <laughs> I'd rather be unemployed than to run. Like that that's how much this but I don't know. Are they the 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 giant they're not supposed to be good, right? Like none of this works, right? Like not, so they can't. They can't. The only interesting part of their season is like Saquon and if we get Saquon back in our lives. That's These are the first Uh-oh. to be fired odds with Mike McCarthy at the top of the list. Wow. Ooh, really? But this is also in a Dallas newspaper, so maybe they're just like they're forcing him out. Oh, they want me to pay for the Dallas Morning News to oh, see this? They trying to start. They're trying to start the rumor. Listen, we're not saying Mike McCarthy's ass should be fired, <laughs> but somebody's saying his ass should be fired. Uh, so McCarthy's favorite seven to one. Vic Fangio eight to one. Matt Nate, good lord, these pop-ups are killing me. The Dallas Morning News is a terrible institution, and I hate them. <laughs> I just want the news, man. Um, I, like, I like Mike Zimmer yeah. 11 to 1. The only thing with that okay. is if you fire Mike Zimmer, his son can't take over for him, who's also the DC, and then his best friend's son is also the OC in Kubiak's son. So, like, who's going to start taking over play-calling duties and head coaching duties if that happens? What if his son sabotages him to get the leading job? The Game of Thrones shit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Zach Taylor. Uh, it's got to like be Zach, Zach Taylor. I kind of like that. Zach, like, I feel like, like Cully, he knows what he's getting into. I feel like they're probably not even going to – like they're not even going to bother him this year. They're just like just – He's too nice. Yeah, just get through this. That's what they want him. Just get through this hell of a year. So that feels – rule, I, I feel like they no, like rule. Yeah, I feel like he's good. Vrabel, I feel like Vrabel's like these feel like way too close. Like yeah. John Gruden is not getting like he's got what seven more years. He's not getting fired, right? Mike Mayock is gone though. That's his. That's his meat shield. That's like his his mm. his safeguard in place. Like if things start going wrong, like their Damon Arnett pick from last year was a first oh, rounder, he's like brother. a third stringer now. Yeah. Like I think Mike Mayock's out of there by the end of the year. But hmm. well, yeah. So he'll, wait, go back then. What was Andy Reid's? 
500 to one. Five, I'll be completely honest. It feels high. You could you could simulate this season five hundred times, and I could not see Andy Reid getting fired. The Chiefs could go zero and seventeen, and I think they'd be like, "Hey, man, what can you, we'll get them next year." Uh, if Urban quits, do we do we win money? Because fifty to one odds that he quits by ooh, week yeah, nine. We, we got to find like the length, like the first coach to no longer be employed. Yeah. Uh, Fast forward to Urban Meyer showing up to a press conference with a with a neck brace on and. Scars on his face, <laughs> the Bobby Petrino picture. I was having, oh, it was polio again. I miss my family. I have to get out of here. Uh, Sir, where is Sirianni? Remind me. There he is. Uh, he's in, uh, he's but, Eagles, Philadelphia. Eagle. Okay. Yeah. They like, they're going to be bad too. Right? Like, they're going to, I feel like they're going to give him he time. But that. I, yeah. He just got that. My Tom, time. I don't, I mean, yeah, that's, I don't, that's disrespectful. Come on. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about these. Scroll up a little bit, Jim, if we can. Yeah, these like Tomlin and Sirianni having the same odds. This is disrespectful. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, Pete Sean Ooh. Payton's not getting fired. Sean Payton? No. Pete Carroll. McVay twenty five to one. What is what is this list? Dallas Morning News. Dallas Morning News, man. Suspect. Suspect nah, journalism. Kyle Shanahan. Listen, Kyle. I'm hearing that Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay on <laughs> the hot seat. Yeah. Or. <laughs> Their jobs are less secure than Ron Rivera is what I'm hearing. Right. I'm hearing that they're fed Dan up with Campbell. Sean, they're fed up with Sean McVay shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, uh, I think that's. Are there any other awards? Mm. Are there any? Edu- I I guess, let's, uh, do, let's do breakout player. Hayden, your breakout player. Yeah, of okay, yeah. Oh, you got to give me a second here. Okay. Is that an award, or are you guys just picking? You, no, uh, making we're making it up. Right we're making, we're it, making up. it up. A game of skill, if you will. Yes. Um, breakout player. So it's going to have to. Uh, I'm like running back or wide receiver, probably wide receiver, right? Like or pass catcher, I should say. Right. Um. um okay, I'll go with one. I'm going to go. Smell. Benny Snell. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorting by Kentucky players right now. Yeah, that's why. That's why I'm. I'm File him away. Uh. Um, I'm going to go with Brandon Ayuk with the 49ers. Mm. Now, the passing volume might not be there, but as your listeners, I'm sure know, Tyler, that Pierre Garcon under Kyle Shanahan once led the NFL in targets with like 135 one year. True. And, uh, I mean, Kyle, we know, is just a an awesome, awesome play caller. So I could see Brandon Ayuk, if he gets that volume, just – Ascending into the top tier of wide receiver status, so that's my that's Ooh, my weird first one. round pick last year, two years yep. ago. So yeah, yeah got, the, got the pedigree. Okay, yeah, yeah. I got one third round rookie Trey Sermon, same offense, but if Raheem Mostert misses mm. any time, all of a sudden Trey Sermon, who's like six foot, two hundred fifteen pounds, like he can carry the rock three hundred times in a season, and we know the the Niners want to run the ball, and he. And the college football playoff, Trey Sermon like looked like one of the best players in the, the field at any position. He was he was sick. So I think he's got he's got everything made for him. Coaching staff, everything. Mm. I'm trying to think, Jim. Cameron Curl. There you go. <laughs> go on. <laughs> well, uh, I, I just looked picture. up football focus, but uh, apparently he's a good safety and had a really good week seven. <laughs> he did for sixteen last year. Yeah, him and Landon Collins. <laughs> He had a PFF grade of seventy-one point four. 
That's, that's pretty number. average, man. That's pretty average. That's, yeah, that's like a C minus. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna have like um, an Anthony Harris type season where PFF yeah. loves him and the NFL hates him. <laughs> okay, before we close, I'd like to close with the way we start. We started uh, talking about like old Madden video games. Mm. What feature would you want in a? I'm guess I don't know if NCAA comes back like next year. I'm guessing. But are you all college guy, college football guys? Are you strictly pro? I watch it. I watch it. It's kind of my day off Saturday. I watch a lot mm-hmm. of pee on the morning. No, it's not get it. To, yeah, yeah. But would you play a college football? Or are you that's bridge too far? I mean, look, you gotta get that triple option injection into your into the vein of your arm. You need the Georgia takeoff. Okay, what old feature from Madden would you bring back then? I don't know if we're gonna include this in the top of the show, but if we don't, that the vision cone I think is realistic, but uh, mm. that is. Uh, a barrier that is, is a little different. That's the one. <laughs> Donovan McNabb couldn't see shit. <laughs> you guys making the Super Bowl. Couldn't, couldn't see left or right, apparently. Peyton Manning yeah. could see the 18 fairway. And, and yeah, was... Lamar Jackson has an alley to throw down. Yes. It's, it was bull. Um, um, I, I will say I spent an unconscious amount of hours making sure every single player had the right like face mask and – uh, wristband <laughs> and all that stuff on, and like I didn't even actually Wait, play the game. But then you get the to the right, point also, what, what's Tyler. The right, uh, what, what, what does you that know, mean? Like the ones that they wear every single Sunday. Like Amon Green had like the 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 white shoulder pad or the elbow pad with like the stripe down it, you know. Um, and then I gave all my players visors and neck rolls. That's what I ended up doing: black visors and neck rolls. Yeah, neck rolls. <laughs> thing sure. looking sick. Uh, <laughs> I think I kind of want the. Uh, I mean, I kind of, I definitely want the, if you remember the training camps, like the, the training games, yeah, the mini game training Those camps where you could turn any, you could turn Tron candidate or Michael, B- any fast Michael running Bates. back, Michael, but B- any fast running back about three years of tr- 98 break tackle. Love it. You could turn Seneca Wallace into like 1989 Randall Cunningham in like two summers. Right. Roman um, Davey, all pro. Yeah. You you were dodging the bean bags and throwing like I miss those. <laughs> so uh that's what I would that's what I would bring back. Hayden. That, that was really I, I want the mascots. In the old college football games, you'd be able to play with like the, the mm. elephant and the roll tide. I want I want the mascots from Madden. I could see that. The Syracuse Orangemen. That's I want the ability the huge to cheat in NCAA football. Like I want the ability to pay players under the table. That's what I like. I would pay extra for that. Like if it's like, hey, we got one. We have to put one out for you know, e, rated E for everybody. But we got one where, hey, you know, press X to take a little under the table. You know, <laughs> press O to yeah, follow back the uh, press Y to send some ladies to the dorm room. <laughs> yeah, press X to accept the uh, Instagram request. There, there, there was that NFL Blitz game like probably over a decade ago, and you could just take steroids at halftime. I mean. I just want the what? option. Great. Why not take some pain? <laughs> Let me guys? make the choice. If it's in the game, it's in the game. You That's know? what I'm saying. But I, it should also be like, hey, okay, listen, you take the steroids, but if you get hit on that shoulder, it's going to fall off. Like that's part of the, but if you don't get hit on that shoulder, you're going to rush for 200 in the second half. You guys are definitely going to win the conference championship. So it's risk and reward. I just want the option. Yes. I just want the option. Jim, would you bring anything back from the, uh, from the old Madden? I just really liked when you knew like the IQ of your father and mother and their, whether or not they were scientists. <laughs> like 
the more eugenics we can play and create a player, the better. I think it's. Uh, well, your mother was a you model. Your father you was a daredevil. Uh, <laughs> you might have to get Zach Wilson, like with his mom. Like your mom has an awful Instagram account. Like, do we really want to yeah. draft this guy? <laughs> you know. His mother was an anti-vaxxer. His father was a, a small business owner. Uh, IQ seven. Uh, no, that was a good, like, just flipping, like, for hours and hours. Like, no, I want track star and supermodel. Track star and supermodel. And then you finally get it. It's like, damn, that's really how this works. Sometimes you just hit the lot. Like, that's just how this works. It's as simple as eugenics. Like Jam is always saying, it's as simple as... <laughs> I'm always promoting more eugenics. That's, you know, me. <laughs> if you said it once, you've said it a thousand times. Um no, but Josh Norris, Hayden Winks, gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. I mean, we know where we can find you. When? Because I feel like, like you said, y'all are about to go record now. You can record after that. You got to record two drafts after that. So when can we yeah. find you? So we're going to be live on our own YouTube channel or podcast feed. Just search the Underdog Football Show on any platform out there. We're going to be live 10 a.m. on Sundays, 7.30 p.m. on Sundays. Then 5.30 on Tuesdays and 5.30 on Thursdays as well. So preview shows, look back, look forwards, and obviously like start sits and just getting ready for pick them, which I know fade trill is no longer a thing. No. no, no, no. Pale trill. I'm season back. football is over, so fading season is back. Yeah, I'm about to – I'm going to crash so hard. Um, I can't wait. Good. And the, yeah, I can't uh, wait for pick them either. It's going to be a lot of the, fun. Uh, the very helpful – where can we get the uh, the fantasy draft – God, you guys put together. That's Underblog. It's all free. I'll be writing some columns over there, going over rankings and all that stuff. So uh, underblog.underdogfantasy.com. But it, just fo- follow Josh or I on Twitter. You'll 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 see it. And you get a free twenty five bucks if you deposit anything into Underdog right now, especially with Code Trill. That's and what I'm telling people. Listen, if you're gonna fade me, put your money where your mouth is. Right? Exactly. You deposit. They'll let you play best ball for free. Exactly. And there's like, I think, 15 to 20 percent left in the puppy, which is a five dollar tournament. So take like all five of your entries you get for free money and go fill that damn thing so we can uh, have some 100 percent completed tournaments this year. Exactly. Jam, bird of the week. Bird of the week is a common Marragancer. <laughs> go on. Habitat, diet. Uh, it's a water bird. It uh, probably eats mostly fish, uh, small fish, but it's a pretty good one. Uh, it's a common, it, it's a common bird. You might see it out uh, in your Never. daily walk of the wetlands, but um, you know, just keep an eye out for it. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So for whatever bird jam just said, <laughs> the common Marragancer, bro. For the common, that's a Marragancer. For Jam, for Hayden Winks, for Josh Norris, for Underdog, for myself. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you next week.